Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and I want to congratulate my friend John Whitmer for reaching a huge milestone. The John Whitmer Show is now celebrating its five-year anniversary. Congratulations, John. Here's to many more years of being a blowtorch for freedom in the heartland. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. As a reminder, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. And if you'd like to be a part of the show, just give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Speaking of being a part of the show, first off, thank you to Todd Starnes, for that, uh, that shout-out, that's very nice of you. Thank you, Todd. So we've had him on the show a number of times. Very nice of him, to And to Glenn Beck for recording that uh, that little shout-out. Uh, we're working on having Glenn on the show, but that was very nice of him for, uh, for, for recording those two both, for recording those little mentions. I appreciate that. And uh, another one of our frequent guests that we've had on the show many times is one of our two United States Senators, Dr. Roger Marshall. Doc, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time to call us. I know your your personal home time is precious to you. I appreciate you yeah. taking your time on a Sunday evening, my friend. Well, John, it's great to be with you. Happy fifth anniversary to you and a uh, blowtorch for freedom. I like that one. <laughs> I'm going to use that one, but it is, you know, it's Thanksgiving week and I've had a great day here. I have two of my grandsons here. And it just kind of reminds me, you know, I'm doing this. But we've had a great, uh, great day. We went uh, duck hunting this morning and then deer hunting this, this evening. And I'm glad to report the Marshall family is not going to starve to death this Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, good, good. Well, and, Doc, you know, that actually blowtorch for freedom would be a perfect uh, definition of you. You've done a, a phenomenal job. Keep up the good work. I you know, it's interesting. I saw I follow you on Twitter, obviously, and I did see one uh, one thing you tweeted out just this week was about how every single Senate Democrat voted against that that bill that you tried to run to uh, pass aid for Israel. And it just goes to show how, you know, they how they don't necessarily uh, walk the walk when they talk the talk, because earlier in the afternoon, there was, you know, Chucky e. Schumer out there talking about we'll do everything we can to bring aid to Israel. And then literally that afternoon, he voted against the bill. <laughs> yeah, John, we found a way to force a vote on standalone funding for Israel. Israel, And you're right, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Chuck Schumer's on the National Mall, right. TV cameras blaring. Yep. I will not rest. He says, I will not rest until we fund Israel. At 6 o'clock, we <laughs> found a way to give him that opportunity. 
and every Democrat voted against it. Wow. Uh, this is the exact funding that the president had asked for. It had passed the House. It would have been on the president's desk uh, that evening, and Israel would have had their funding and sending a message to Iran, Hamas, and all the puppets of Iran as well. But uh, you know the the uh, Democrats say one thing, they do another. They've learned it well from Joe Biden. Yeah, I know. I. I... It, what, but this is what we've come to expect with them. And, Doc, I know, I, again, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you again for, for doing what you do and for fighting for us. And let's have you on the show when we can have a little more of your time. All right, my friend? We'll do that. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you again, and have a happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Doc. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, all your listeners. And, again, congratulations on on the big uh, fifth birthday. Thank congratulations. you. Thank you. And I believe yeah. my next caller is is my my old Vegas buddy, uh, speaker of the house Dan Hawkins. Dan, are you there? Up, oh, I think have we lost him? Dan, are you there? There we go. Dan, are you there? There we go. Yeah, I thought <laughs> maybe you were trying to keep no, going to get me on here. No, uh, you know, I was well. I was trying to make sure you hadn't fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know sometimes I can. I I hope I've never put anybody to sleep, but. <laughs> well, you know, it is my bedtime. So I know. I well, it's, you get up at freaking four in the morning, so <laughs> so you can go for your exercise, which I can't. You know, I. I I still cannot figure out how you get up and do that every morning going to walk. I you know I see the pictures. You get the great you get the best photos of the state capitol at four in the morning. But I don't know how you can do that to keep up your exercise. But kudos to you for doing it. But thank you, thank you again fun. for for calling, brother. Yeah, fun time. Yeah, congratulations on five thank years. You. Wow, you thank you, you realized. Uh, I would have been uh, in my first year as majority leader when you started the show. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's the one. I mean, as you look back, people were asking me, someone asked me the other day, you've been doing this for five years. Do you have any regrets? And I would say the one regret that I have is, you know, you and my my the guy I came in with with Blake Carpenter, who I I love dearly. The two of you, what I've I've seen with you, because I remember serving with you on health and I remember some. That's the one thing I regret about um, not being in the legislature during this period of time. And a lot of things I don't miss but has been the, not being able to serve with you and with Blake and your current leadership team because I think you've done just such an extraordinary job. And so I would say you say congrats to me. I say congrats to you. You've done a fantastic job. The way you've streamlined what's been going on in the House, the way it runs more efficiently, um, I, kudos to you, brother. So I, I'm, I'm proud of you, and just keep up the good work. You know, I think we're uh, we're lost. Not only do we have a good – uh, I'd actually say a great leadership team, but caucus as well. Yeah, uh, our Republican caucus, outside of a couple, we got a couple of uh, uh, folks that don't vote with us. Um, well, hardly ever vote with us, actually. <laughs> that uh, but hey, when you get we a super majority, so we lost two. We gained a Democrat that votes with us. We were able to override done this year. Um, you know, I kind of uh, kind of believe that session we'll see the governor do quite quite much the same she'll probably of our bills so oh i'm sure uh we got to keep we got to keep uh keep working hard you know i i have to ask you i saw I, I i see her tweets out constantly she's just every ad nausea medicaid expansion this medicaid expansion that 
I saw a tweet she sent out today about rural water, and I fully expected her to say, you know, if we if we expand Medicaid, we'd fix the rural water problem and the droughts in Kansas. I mean, she's just it's getting to the point where it's just ludicrous. Every other thing she tweets really? out about is Medicaid expansion. It wouldn't uh, wouldn't surprise me if she did that uh, no. here just this week. <laughs> it was she came out with a uh, uh, with a, a press release that. Uh, um, working on daycare, the daycare providers will, you know, that 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 will expansion will solve their problems. Right. Well. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, wow, where where did she get that one? Medicaid expansion is going to solve everything. Apparently, amazing how it, that works. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Every problem. Well, you know, it's going to be kind of tough on her because uh, Dan hasn't changed. Dan's been <laughs> the uh, tip of the spear on stopping Medicaid expansion for eight years now, and I'm not going to stop now. Good. Keep up that tip of the spear, brother. <laughs> we'll get you some yep. help next year, hopefully. We'll keep it up. You bet. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you again. Thank you for calling. That's very nice of you, sir. Okay, you take care, John. Thank you, thank you. We got lots of call, Andrew. We got another. Uh, this is our Attorney General Chris Kobach is with us, uh, Mr. General. Thank you. I keep wanting to call you Mr. Secretary. I'm sorry. Old habits <laughs> die hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I sometimes introduce myself that way, forgetting the, the office I hold. Okay, so I don't feel so bad then, Chris. No, thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, and thank you for calling. It's very nice of you. Yeah, well, happy and happy anniversary, fifth anniversary for the show. Thank you. Well, thank you. And, you know, you guys. I mean, you and your wife. Gosh, I, you know, I was reflecting. My wife and I were reflecting on some of the stuff that just has gone on since we started this little project. And I go back to you know drive, driving the bus for you and Wake, and I go back. Just boy, just the things that we've been through yeah. in this time, and it, it really has been. It's been fun. It's been a learning experience, and. And, but it's all been positive, despite some yeah. of the, the the mistakes and the missteps. And it's it's been a learning experience for sure. It has, uh, and the world has gotten crazier uh, in the in those intervening five years. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know. Speaking of which, I saw something that it just came out, um, and and again, I follow your Twitter feed, and of course, I also get the. Uh, releases from your age of the press releases because I'm quote unquote a member of the media, although I don't necessarily consider myself um, uh, the alternative media. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm the alternative media, but um, I I saw a release that, that your office is that you are leading a coalition of 24 state attorneys general in urging the department of labor to drop a proposed rule that would allow foreign ag workers in the United States to form unions. What surprised me about that, Chris, is, as I understand it, citizens, U.S. citizen ag workers can't form. I mean, U.S. citizen farm workers can't form a union, but the Biden administration wants to let illegals do that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, they want to let uh, they want to let. not necessarily illegals, but uh, you know those who are here in temporary. Oh, yeah. Okay, temporary. Labor, yes. Work yeah. So what, what's but, the know, logic behind that? If a citizen well, can't do there it, is, well, you know, I don't think there is any logic behind it, except that it's yet another example of you know treating right. foreign nationals better than U.S. citizens are treating, giving them some something, an opportunity, and a right that U.S. citizens don't have. Uh, you know, they're also, and, and this is something I've led a, another coalition of uh, state attorneys general, a similar coalition of, of red states, uh, opposing the Biden administration's proposed rule to give Obamacare to illegal aliens. Right. And, 
and that is also both of these things, by the way, are against federal statute. The, the Biden administration tries to violate federal law with impunity. And thank goodness there are a few uh, state attorneys general in states like Kansas and a few other uh, states that are willing to stand up for the federal government and say, no, we're going to take you to court. You can't do this. It's illegal. And uh, if the Biden administration persists in either one of these, uh, we will happily take them to court because they are violating federal law in giving illegal aliens Obamacare, which, you know, that that was an issue back in 2009. And, and right. the Congress made sure to put in the bill. Uh, it, it only goes to lawfully present aliens or to give illegal aliens the right to unionize and farm work which U.S. citizens do not have. So once again, treating non-citizens better than U.S. citizens. It's a constant theme with well, the Biden administration. Well, I'm sure, you know, Dion Leffler and the Wichita Eagle and the Kansas City Star will uh, will berate you for taking that stand. But the people who of voted course. for you, the people who elected you, sent you to this office to do exactly this. So keep up the good work, my friend. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, that's part of what I told voters you know i put right. it on the yard sign yeah sue joe biden i'm not gonna just go there and be a steady hand on the tiller and wait for something to come in uh you know and and we do that we we absolutely whenever the state of kansas is uh is taken to court or is sued the attorney general's duty is to defend it and to defend every law whether i like it or not but we will also go on the offensive when the Biden administration violates the law or violates the constitution so, you know, we can walk and chew gum, and uh, that's why I told voters, hey, I'm going to do this if you elect me, and uh, I'm, I'm blessed that they did, they did indeed elect me. Well, General, that's what we sent you there to do, so keep up the good work, my friend. Well, my pleasure. And, and my best to you and the girls and your lovely wife, and a happy Thanksgiving to you all. Yeah, the same to you and yours. Have a uh, wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Thank you, General. I appreciate you. Uh, we'll take two more real quick. I know we're coming up on my uh, on my break, and I want to get to Alan Dershowitz as well. But I've got two old friends, and I, I, I well, in one case, uh, Leo Delperdang. I mean, old friends. But I've got two friends I want to bring on the line real quick. Representative Leo Delperdang, who keeps scheduling the fire pit hangouts and smoke cigars on Sunday nights. So all I can do is stop in. I don't get to hang out with everybody. I think this is by, I think you're doing this on purpose, Leo. I think you're just trying to keep me out of it is what I'm thinking. I think you're catching on to that, John. <laughs> you, you talk about a change in weather. It was just last Sunday. <laughs> We're out here enjoying the beautiful fall weather and now, now look at it see uh, you, you're supposed to make me feel good it's a five-year anniversary I'm, you're not supposed to you're supposed to say no no we really wanted you there brother well that, that five-year anniversary got another concern here i uh -oh. i remember when you first started i remember talking with you when you were on that other station as a fill-in yes yes that's the only time andy hoosier had ratings oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm going to hear about that. You and I were five and six years older or since then. Yes, time. that's true. That's true. And he's going to kill me for that comment. I, he is going to kill me for that one. You know, the funny thing is, that's the only time Jerry Moran has ever been on his show, though. And, and he will tell you that because he, oh, boy, Andy's going to kill me for saying that first comment. Brother, I, 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 I mean, Andy, he's been my uh, 
campaign manager for several se- sessions. I know. Ago. I know. He's he is a I love Andy Hoosier. He gave me my start on the air and he is a he is a dear friend. And I you know, he's had so much success. He's now nationally uh broadcast. He's got uh, he's got his show broadcast in more cities than I can count. So which yeah. just keeps growing yeah, and I does. I wish the best to him for me sure. Too. Too. Me too. Brother, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for calling. Next time you do the fire pit, call me. You know I'll be there. I shall do that. Thanks for having me, John. And the last one I want to try and squeeze in before we take our quick break is the next uh, district. I can't remember the district, but the next county commissioner representing southwest Sedgwick County, the bulk of which is my old house district, is uh, Jeff Bluebaugh, who's currently the outgoing uh, District 4 city councilman. Jeff, thank you for joining us, my friend. Hey, John, just wanted to give you a quick um, shout-out. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. It just seems like yesterday we were talking about the show, and I was so excited about the idea. And, Thank you. You know, the five-year anniversary, wow. So Thank really, you. really appreciate, you know, the messages you're sending out there and, and being transparent and clear. You know, you and I have worked together long enough through you, you being on my district advisory yep. board. We're both pretty direct people, and, <laughs> and, and um, I think transparency is probably the – the number one thing that people think of with us because we, we don't hold back. No, so, no. Appreciate everything you do, John. Well, and you know I will be there for whatever you need, for whatever you do next, and I would love to help you in any way because I, I think you I mean, you did a fantastic job on the city council. I, I think Dalton will do a, will be a great replacement for you. Well, a, a, a follow-up. I don't know if anybody can really replace you, and yeah, yeah. I wish oh, you – I wish you the absolute best in uh, in your county commission run, my friend. You know that. Well, yeah, th- thank you, John. And I'm excited about the new council. I, I think it's um, going to take the city back, um, yes. kind of get us back on tracks in a good direction. So I I'm excited right. about Dalton, excited about J.V. Johnson, excited about Lily Wu. It's, it's, it's going to be steps in the right direction. I so amen thank to you that. very much, John. Thank you, brother. I, I appreciate right, you calling, care. my friend. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. And... Uh, Wow, this this just this segment has just gone way too fast. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll talk to Alan Dershowitz, one of the most, I mean, singular minds in constitutional law in U.S. history. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. And yes, it's not too early for Christmas music. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking around for our five-year anniversary. Thank you to Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies for continuing to sponsor our show. So grateful. Thank you. I lots to be grateful for. Want the latest Wichita news? No matter where you are, follow KNSS in the Odyssey app. Get alerts on breaking storylines. Discover more KNSS shows and podcasts and listen easily across devices. To get started, just download the Odyssey app, search KNSS, and type follow. And then while you're at it, make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. My next guest, Alan Dershowitz, is one of the most celebrated lawyers in the world. He was the youngest full professor in Harvard Law School history, where he is now the Felix Frankfurter Professor of Law Emeritus, the author of numerous best-selling books, from chutzpah to guilt by accusation, to the case against impeaching Trump, to Reversal of Fortune, which, of course, was made into an Academy Award-winning film. Dershowitz has advised presidents and prime ministers and has represented many prominent men and women. He is the author of the new book, War Against the Jews, How to End Hamas Barbarism. Professor Dershowitz, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. My pleasure to be on. Thank you. Professor, I, I want to, obviously, I want to get to the new book, but I, I have to ask you about some of the pressing news that, that the country is seeing on the news lately. In particular, I want to ask you about the ongoing civil and criminal trials facing former President Trump and about Israel. Uh, regarding the, yeah. the former president, <laughs> it's hard to keep track of the, the total charges at this point. Broadly speaking, do you see any of these charges as legitimate or uh, as they are? Are they, as many of us argue, a politically driven witch hunt, for lack of a better term? Well, they are. They are clearly politically driven. There's no question if he weren't running for president, Against the incumbent, none of these cases would have been would have been brought. There is only one that satisfies a legal criteria, and I call it a smoking cigarette butt because it's a minor, minor case. <laughs> and that is the flashing of a piece of classified material in front of a reporter and a writer kind of bragging and saying, see, I could have declassified this, but I didn't. But see, it's still secret. Uh, it's a cigarette butt, and he's guilty of that. I don't see how he can defend against that. And, you know, it deserves a stern rebuke from a judge and and, and a suspended sentence. Um, but that's the only one. Uh, the other cases, the New York case is just made up out of whole cloth, both of them, the civil case and the criminal case. They are a disgrace to the legal system. Um, the two cases involving the January uh, 6th 
are both uh, extremely weak cases. Um, basically, the Constitution provides a way to challenge um, the uh, an election, and it's been done before. You put up a slate of electors that you believe is the right slate, and then that has to be decided by a process. Well, and, you know, if you look at some of the tactics that have been going on regarding these or around these cases, rather, recently a gag order was reinstated in the U.S. election case. I I mean, I can't imagine that gag orders like these and to the extent that they are, are even legal. They're not. They're not. Uh, After all, remember that um, former President Trump is presumed innocent. So he has exactly the same rights you and I do. Uh, He can say anything he wants. He can call the judge a bum. Uh, he can call the prosecutor a bum. The only thing he can't do is intimidate witnesses or jurors. There are no jurors. And right now, there don't seem to be any witnesses that are are being intimidated. So I think this is just being used um, as a way, as part of, you know, I named my book Get Trump. Right. I didn't make up that name. That was a name. That was the campaign pledge of Letitia James, who went after the Trump administration, saying it was too male, too pale, and too stale. In other words, in one sentence, she showed that she was a sexist, a racist, and an ageist. Right. Can you imagine somebody running against a black candidate and saying, "Oh, they're 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 too dark, and and they're too female, and they're too young." People would never allow them to get away with that. But if you say somebody's too pale, that's acceptable today by the American media. And uh, this is a double standard, clearly. Oh, uh, yes. This, these are all political prosecutions. None of them warrant uh, serious prosecution. All of them will probably result in convictions, and some of them will be reversed on appeal. But the reversals will come after the election, not before. So the attempt is to influence the election, quite clearly. Not too long ago, a trial began in Colorado on whether the 14th Amendment's insurrection ban disqualifies Trump from office. It's not the only case. There's other cases that are pending, yeah. um, uh, trying to strike him from appearing on their state's ballots. Can they really bar him from appearing on the of ballot in 2024? Of course not. It would be the most undemocratic decision ever made. You know, I have a talk show called The Durst Show, and in that show, I give out bananas, and to see if we get up to 10, we're a banana republic. We're up to six. Ugh. I have to tell you that if any state were to strike uh, a candidate for president from the ballot, uh, I would get it up to nine. Um, that's how close we would be to a banana republic. I know the Constitution as well as anybody, and I know what the 14th Amendment was intended to uh, do. It was intended to make sure that people who fought against the United States and for the conspiracy for the Confederacy couldn't serve. Now, I know Trump's old, but not old enough to have served in the Civil War. <laughs> the South. And the absurdity of trying to apply the 14th Amendment to his context just made up, made up by people like Professor Lawrence Tribe, who believe the Constitution was designed to achieve his political goals and not to help America remain a, a democracy or a republic. You can't preclude somebody from running for office. You know, you can impeach somebody, but that's a very difficult process. It's right. never happened in American history. Right. You can impeach. You can put somebody out of office under the 25th Amendment. Under this absurd reading of the 14th Amendment, what you have to do is snap your finger and say, whoops, I think he committed insurrection. Hey, Secretary of State, take him off the ballot. All right, he's off the ballot. Can you imagine the framers of the 14th Amendment deciding to circumvent the impeachment clause, circumvent – it wasn't the 25th Amendment at the time – but circumvent other mechanisms that are complicated 
and difficult and just say, well, if anybody, anybody thinks that he engaged in an insurrection, just go to your secretary of state, maybe elected, maybe appointed. We don't know. Maybe the same party, maybe different party. And, and ipso facto, it'll be taken off the ballot. That is one of the most absurd constructions of the Constitution. And every single court that has rendered a decision on it has agreed with me. But all these law professors who uh, claim to be experts and their expertise is just based on opinions, not analysis, uh, they're all wrong. Yeah, no, it, it's it's ludicrous. I, I and you're right. I, I don't understand how there. But this is the democracy, quote unquote, that we're living in today. We're we're talking with Professor Alan Dershowitz, author of the new book War Against the Jews: How to End Hamas Barbarism. Professor, I, I want to ask you about Israel and what's going on right now with their conflict uh, with the war against Hamas. Uh, Israel has vowed to cut off the head of the snake uh, and launch military attacks against Iran if Hezbollah joins the war with Hamas. Do you think that would be justified, and and are you at all afraid of the consequences if it escalates beyond Israel's direct borders? I'm actually hoping that will be the consequence. Uh, Iran has declared war on Israel. There's no doubt that Iran put Hamas and Hezbollah up to it. Uh, Iran is in a state of war against uh, Israel. Israel has the perfect right to retaliate. And the best way to retaliate is to prevent it from developing a nuclear arsenal. Can you imagine if Iran had dirty bombs or chemical bombs oh, or yeah. Yeah. Uh, other kinds of nuclear bombs and, and gave them to its terrorist groups? It has so many terrorist groups. It is the largest, according to the United States State Department, the largest exporter of terrorism in the world, much more dangerous than North Korea, China, um, any of the other countries, because generally they don't export their terrorism. But, but uh, Iran does. And therefore, Israel and the United States both have a perfect right to destroy Iran's nuclear reactor. Uh, Iran has declared war in the United States, too. It has attacked American soldiers. It has attacked right. American facilities. And the United States and Israel can do the job from the air, but it needs bunker bombs and other technical and ta- tactical assistance from the United States. Well, and people seem to conveniently forget that Hamas is using babies as human shields. It wasn't that long mm-hmm. ago that a spokesman from Hamas said that they will do it again because Israel has no will. place in our land. I mean, that is, if, that, well, if nothing, that's they, no reason enough for them not to consider ceasefire yeah. and that kind of stuff. They'll do it, they'll do it again because it works. Right. Uh, they call it the CNN strategy. I call it the dead baby strategy. It's very simple, and it works. You attack Israel, kill as many Israeli children, mothers, behead, do whatever you have to do, make it as bad as possible. You know Israel will have to respond by trying to get at the terrorists, trying to prevent the rockets from being sent in. So you put your rockets, you put your terrorists in hospitals and mosques, in schools, and then Israel responds. And you know that they'll – and you put children there, you put babies there, hoping that Israel will kill some babies, and you can parade the babies out in front of CNN. And then the world says, oh, my God, it's all Israel's uh, fault, without stopping to pause – and conclude, as any rational person will conclude, every single baby killed in Gaza is directly the fault of Hamas. Let me give you an example. Let's assume I want to rob a bank, and I'm in the middle of robbing the bank, and the police come in and start shooting at me, and I grab you as a hostage. You're one of the customers of the bank, and I grab you, and I start shooting and killing people from behind you, and the police, in an effort to get me, the shooter, accidentally kill you. The bullet that kills you comes from the gun of a policeman. He's innocent. He's not guilty of the crime. Right. I'm the one who's the murderer, even right. though I didn't fire a single shot. 
And that's what the Hamas situation is. Of course, of course, Hamas is responsible for every single one of the deaths. And I have a column in the Hill uh, today in, in, in which I basically say, if you want to have more deaths of children, get a ceasefire. Uh, a ceasefire is the worst thing in terms of saving human lives. It may save some lives today, but it will just incentivize Hamas to do it over and over and over again, you know. Uh, wash, rinse, repeat. That's been their cycle. Yes, and and yet we're still seeing a shocking rise in anti-Semitism in America. You have members of the Democrat Party, including elected members of Congress, that are repeating that, you know, from the river to the sea rhetoric. And you have uh, the, the administration that seems somewhat, if not outright, reluctant to condemn this type of anti-Semitism and this type of rhetoric out of members of their own party. Well, they have to do it. And some of the letters, some of the statements are even worse than from the river to the sea. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free means free of Jews. Judenreich, as the Nazis put it. But they have another one now that's very popular. They show a star of David being thrown in a garbage pail. And the statement says, make America clean, clean of Jews. That's exactly borrowed from the Nazis. The Nazis said Jews were dirty, they were filthy, and you have to clean. The word clean was very much part. And these Hitler youth, these young kids that are marching for Hamas, they don't even know history. They don't understand. But I have to tell you, we have something to worry about. If American terrorists begin to replicate Hamas, and they will because that always happens, and we get terrorism in the United States, my students at places like Harvard, Columbia, NYU, will become part of the terror effort against the United States. They won't be wearing swastikas. Maybe they'll be wearing green headbands. But they will be trying to blow up schools, just like in the 1970s. The weathermen, radicals, they were trying to blow up Fort Dix in New Jersey, uh, an army base. They were trying to blow up the University of Wisconsin. Our students today, these nice-looking 19-, 20-year-old girls and boys who we, we, we admire so much, they're going to be trying to blow up America. And when you start with Hamas, you end because Hamas is Iran, and Iran says that the the great the great Satan is America, right. and the small Satan is Israel. So by tolerating these uh, Hitler youth, uh, we are creating a future for America, which is going to be extremely dangerous. If Hamas is not stopped in Gaza, it's coming to a theater near you. You've got a new book out. It's called War Against the Jews, How to End Hamas Barbarism. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about it? I know it's available on Amazon. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. I wrote it, started writing it on October 7th. As soon as I heard these news reports, I decided I had to write a book about it. And I write about the event itself, but then I write mostly about the reaction to it. You know, 33 Harvard groups. On December 8th, before Israel fired a single shot, uh, praising Hamas, saying it was all Israel's fault. The National Lawyers Guild, a despicable group of left-wing lawyers that nobody should ever be retained. Now, I'm a pretty good lawyer. I'll tell you, do not ever be represented by a National Lawyers Guild lawyer. Would you be represented? Would you want to be represented by a Ku Klux Klan lawyer who supported the lynching of blacks? You should not want to be represented by uh, a modern-day Klan lawyer from the National Lawyers Guild who believes that uh, Jewish women and Israeli women should be raped, beheaded, that children burned, kidnapped, etc. That's what the National Lawyers Guild stands for. The day after the events of October 7th, the National Lawyers Guild put out a statement praising, justifying, really applauding what Hamas had done, saying it was a legitimate military action. Mm. Mm. 
Well, if folks are interested, if they want to get a copy, again, it's available on Amazon. They can also yeah. find you at alan-dershowitz.com and follow you on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. You're at Alan Dersh. Professor, thank you again for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and thank oh, you again you for joining happy us, Thanksgiving. My Merry Christmas to everybody, and keep supporting Israel. Before we take a quick break, I, I, we've got we had callers. On. By the way, thank you very much, everybody who's been calling in. We're trying to get to as many as we can. The Speaker Pro Tem, Blake Carpenter, thank you for sticking around, Mr. Speaker. Absolutely, John. Just wanted to give you a call and wish you a very happy fifth uh, anniversary to your show. Thank um, you. Truly enjoy listening to it. And I know that a lot of your listeners um, have a lot of value that comes out of your show, not only from state politics that we, we get to do here every day in the legislature, but also national. So thank you so much for what you do. Well, Mr. Speaker Pro Tem, I appreciate you, brother. And uh, you guys just keep it. We had Dan on earlier, and I, I'll tell you the same thing I told him. You guys are, are doing yeoman's work up there, and keep up the good work, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, John. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. And we're going to talk to an old friend of the station. My program director has been with the show. Now he's over on KEYN. Dave Wilson, you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Ah, this is awesome. John Whitmer's show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Want the latest Wichita area news no matter where you are? Just follow KNSS in the Odyssey app. Get alerts on breaking storylines. Discover more KNSS shows and podcasts. To get started, just download the Odyssey app, search KNSS, and tap follow and make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. And, of course, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, with me now is, you're not the original, but I, you're pretty much the original producer who we've had on the show. You were with me for, gosh, well, probably for like an eternity for you. But <laughs> Dave Wilson... <laughs> The guy behind him, I, the, you know, was running the show for a number of years. Three years, I think, right? God, and you About lived? like six. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's what my wife would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Just kidding. That's exactly what my, felt like 10, that's exactly what my wife would say. But Dave, now you're over on KEYN. Uh-huh. You left yep. me for a better gig. Right. And uh, But thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Yeah, brother. thanks for having me, John. Congratulations. Thank you. Five years. Thank you. Yeah, do you, well, feel, you feel five years older? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> when my, especially on rainy, cold days. <laughs> but that may not be because of the show. That right. just could be because I'm five years older. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't think you've talked about... Um, how the show, how the John Whitmer show start on KNSS? That's, uh, that's what I want to know. So I owe that to Andy Hoosier, okay, over at uh, KQAM, uh, <laughs> over at another station. So you know, you know who Andy Hoosier yeah, is, and he would. Most of these guys don't get vacation, but that's why, like for example, on Wednesday and Friday of this next week, I'm filling in for Pete Mundo up in Kansas City. Okay, but yeah. if those guys want to take a vacation day, they either have to run best ofs or get a guest host. And so Andy was in that position. He couldn't get, you know, he couldn't take a day off. And so he would have me come in and fill in for him. 
And so that's how I got my start. And I would fill in, and then I'd do one or two. I think we did six, eight, ten of those filling in for him. Okay. And Tony Dusing, who you know here from yeah. KNSS, had heard me. And then when I lost my last race at the house, this is going on six years ago, Tony reached out to me and said, you know, hey, why don't you come on the radio and I said, and do a Sunday show? And I said, I've never done this before. And he said, yeah, you have. I've heard you on KQAM. I'm doing mm-hmm. fill it in. And that's how it started. And now here we are five years later and people can't get rid of me. No kidding. And Brandon Whipple loves me. <laughs> Well, okay. She's listening be, right now. That may be from from Korea, right. <laughs> from North Korea. But no, I mean that's you know, and, and I'm sure he regrets. I bet, I bet you Brandon Whipple would rather me be back in the legislature and not behind this microphone. <laughs> I could see that, and he may get that. Well, I didn't say that. I did not say that out loud. <laughs> how uh, so? How's the show changed from when you first started to five uh, years later? Well, I would say, one, for sure, it's a lot easier getting guests. Um, Obviously, because we're affiliated with Fox News, we have an access to their, you know, hosts a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But I think I've learned how to get guests. And that and again, you know, Andy's helped me with that. Some of the bookers now, you know, have helped. But because we've been on as long as we have, because we have established ratings, it does make it easier to get ghosts to get guests. Mm -hmm. And because we've, you know, we've got, I think we're approaching a thousand podcast episodes now. Is that right? Um, wow. So that's another thing. People can look and they can see, wow, he's got a long library uh-huh. of, of, of podcasts. And if you look at who we've had on this show over the years, it's an impressive, and I'm not meaning to tout my own horn. There you are a little bit. But, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just impressed. I mean, we've yeah. had, if you think about it, I mean, you know, we've had Mike Pence. Right. We've Vice had, President. We've had Nikki Haley. We've had this, an incredible, Ron DeSantis. If you look at who's been on this show, Christy Nome. Uh, I mean, Chris Christie just and that's just people running for president right now. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible list of folks who've been on this show. And that's not including all the state folks from Kansas. Right. And, you know, Governor Brownback, Ambassador Brownback. It, it's it's an incredible list of people who Newt Gingrich has been on the show twice. I mean, that's an incredible and it's been an honor, frankly, to right. be able to sit down an opportunity that I never would have had. If it wasn't for this station, so does one of those guests like stick out more than others? Absolutely, Mike Pence. Okay, yeah. that's a he's a class act, truly a, a man of integrity and principle. Mm-hmm. But it's also the opportunity to sit down and interview, you know, the vice president, former vice president of the United States. Right. But yeah, that interview more than any other, probably, uh, just because that I mean, just the cool factor. You're talking well, yeah. to a former vice president, mm-hmm. and that's that's so unique. I, I'm still. Somewhere we're hoping to take the show just so that you know, I and mean, the listeners will know. We're hoping this time around we'll take the show to the Republican National Convention. Oh, is that right? And we had the opportunity four years ago, but COVID hit. Oh, so yeah. hopefully this time around we'll take we'll take the John Whitmer show to the Republican National Convention, and who knows who we may get there. Well, yeah, you have access right. to we'll, just about we'll, anybody. We'll right? be on Media Row. Yeah, that's wow. the, we we had that opportunity four years ago. We were approved as a Fox affiliate. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to do that again this next year, next year. So we'll see. Nice. Right. Lord knows what next year will hold. What uh, is there like a specific moment over the last five years that sticks out on the show, <laughs> or two, or three, or <laughs> good or bad? Well, either one. <laughs> Well, you know, we had an incident with a with a, a social media post, but oh yes, you did. <laughs> I remember that incident. Yeah, you and you and three hundred and fifty thousand others. Yeah. John went viral. On I social did. Media. I did go viral yes. on social media. I've 
I've never had a social media post hit 350,000 uh, responses. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it, and, and, you know, um, 99% of them were from out of state. And uh, you, you live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just takes one person getting a hold of it, and then that right. person can share it, and it just goes yeah. everywhere. Um, but it's, I would say, when I get, when people respond and. You know, hey, I heard your interview and I really liked so and so. Or, uh, you know, when I've had people who've contacted me and said that they that they listen to the show and they really appreciate appreciate X. Right. Or I voted for someone because I heard their interview. That really I, that means something to me. One last question. Sure. There's a rumor that you might run again. Is that true? You know, I've asked that question to people on this show. Yes, and I, I know. Will, I will tell you what yeah. they tell me. Yeah. Well, I'm really content with doing what I'm doing right now, and I'm enjoying this time on the air, and I'm just going to focus on that. And that means yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for answering, John. We're hey, congratulations answering. on five years. Thank you, brother. I pre- and folks, have a happy Thanksgiving. My blessings to you. Thank you for five years. Let's bring you five more. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 